Experience the beauty and emotion of Lent and Easter with Christianity Today's newest devotional, Easter, in the everyday. Thoughtful readings from a variety of pastors, theologians, and writers invite you into the emotional stages of Christ's journey, from humility to hope to love. Beginning on Ash Wednesday and ending at Pentecost, this digital devotional is perfect for individual or group study. Get it today at orderct.com slash easter24. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill His promises to her. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. When my soul is in a dump, I rehearse everything I know of you, from Jordan Dips to Herman Heights, including Mount Mazar. Women with Balance. Thank you for listening to Balance Her. I'm your girl, Ashandra. Thank you for this opportunity for us to come together. We thank you for everyone that's going to be listening, um, for everyone that shares this with someone else, even if they just catch 30 seconds of it. God, we pray that they're blessed by this message and that it helps and it, and it encourages them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Elijah is probably one of my favorite prophets okay no he is my favorite prophet to read about in the entire bible just because he was to me he was about that life like he was every time god told him to do something no matter if um somebody was trying to come and kill him or something like he just did it um but this story in particular i love is because it does relate to our current situation right now like a lot of uh, i feel like a lot of people prophesied about about the uh, the pandemic that was coming, and um, Elijah had to prophesy about him being without water um, during this time. And it wasn't like he lived in a whole other country. This was going to impact him too. So you're telling the king, "Hey, it's not going to rain again until God tells me to tell you that it's going to rain again." But Elijah is impacted by this as well. So sometimes God tells us something about like a situation or something where we're impacted by it as well. And we have to trust God in the the midst of that, that he's going to provide for us. And so the way that God provided for Elijah was that he had to go to a brook and not not a nice dove that came to feed him. Because doves are beautiful animals, but a raven out of all the animals. Out of all the birds that could have come to see, an eagle would have been beautiful, but a raven out of all the, the birds that came to see him every single day by the brook until the brook dried up and then God sent him on another assignment to, to trust him even more. So that's, I feel like that's been a lot of uh, believers' testimonies during this pandemic is God has found different ways to provide for us despite the pandemic pandemic going on where it feels like people are without um, maybe food or without jobs or anything like that. But for believers, it may be a new business that has popped up in the middle of a pandemic, or it could be a new book idea or a new creative idea, or just be then getting out of your comfort zone where sometimes he puts us in these uncomfortable situations. Because I'm sure Elijah didn't want to have this conversation with the king, like, Hey, it ain't gonna rain until God tells me it's gonna rain again. Um, because he's impacted too, but he trusted God despite the circumstances. And it wasn't like he was like, Woe is me, I'm not gonna eat. 
He just trusted that God was going to provide for him food every single day, which God did. A raven came to feed him every single day, which I think is beautiful. So can we talk about God's thing with water? Love water. Love to use it all types of ways. (laughs) Water is clearly very important, (laughs) as we all see. um, That's why our body needs it. It, You know, like he he knew the way to test people. Okay, (laughs) like he knew what what was important and what what would actually affect change and get our attention. I believe, like you know, he wasn't using you know, small things. Well, God is is just like you talked about. Hey, it was his way or no way, death or do without. Those were pretty much, (laughs) that's pretty much what was going on. Those were your options. (laughs) Your options. Like, you're going to do right or do without or die. That's just just it. So can we just take a moment to praise Jesus for dying on the cross for us? Because our God did not play. (laughs) I want to say that first and foremost thank you Jesus for your sacrifice okay I think it's interesting how like uh, I heard someone say that when you have kids it changes you and because God in the Old Testament he didn't play but the the New Testament you see grace and mercy and love and then his his son been born it starts with his son been born so once you have kids you kind of change you're a lot nicer. I tell my mom all the time, you are a different grandparent than okay. you were a parent. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That's, I like that. That's interesting because I'm like that even, we, we consider Theo the grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Theo is spoiled. Yeah. That's her dog, y'all. He's spoiled. <laughs> He's spoiled. And it's because, I mean, my kids have grown up. So in essence, it's like I'm having a grandchild. And so I I looked at Jay yesterday and it was so funny because I said, I'm going to be a darn good granny. I was like, I was like, all right, mama, but I'm going to be killing this granny thing. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, you was a good mama too. Shut up. I was like, no, I was like, it's next level on this granny level. Because see, you know, because at this point you've learned some things. You have learned about kids. You know what to do. You know, like. It's a whole different thing. You're not jumping up every time they look get a little scratch. Like when you get older now, you know, like, are y'all dying? Okay. Right. Oh, you're gonna be all right. <laughs> you're gonna be all right. You know, you don't you're not as stressed and not as panicked. And I think that's why it translates into you being a grandmother because you're not as stressed like you are when you're a parent. Mm-hmm. And and especially a new parent, like oh, what do I do? What do I do? You know, I remember my mama saying to me when my my first son was born, she was like, you gonna kill the baby because you won't let the baby sleep. You out <laughs> hovering. Let the baby sleep. He sleep. And I'm like, he not breathing. I'd be like, it's, it's breathing funny. I, I don't know. <laughs> Looking at me. What if you want? <laughs> Girl, I was all in that bassinet. Girl, my little baby could not, he could not make it for me. Like, poor baby. <laughs> when you get up off of me. <laughs> and I'm like, give me that baby, fine. That's because the grandmother kick in because you know, you know these things. And that love is, is so much better because you also don't have all those responsibilities. All you have to do is just love. That's true. You ain't got to be doing all that weird. Send them back home. <laughs> Send them back home. You just love them, spoil them, and here you go. Here your child back. Mm-hmm. Granny, see you later. <laughs> I 
and I and I also believe that there's a level of appreciation that you don't have often as a parent because as parents you're so like I gotta raise this human being mm-hmm. to be a productive member of society and you're so busy focusing on that that sometimes you neglect to enjoy the process and when you get to do it again you your your appreciation level is different because you, you you recognize and realize how fast they grow how fast time passes and you it's it's just so different so i can totally see what you mean about god changing his his the grace the mercy of having something that you know though though we all are his but of course jesus was different because he was perfect and blameless and just what god always wanted like think of think of a child that does everything right and you're you're bursting with pride I, that's how i see i want that child <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like what is it um is in the old testament it, the book of leviticus i read that and i was i was like wow that book made me appreciate jesus amen because that book is all about the laws and the rules and you can't do this. You got to sacrifice this. And honestly, I'm kind of literal when I read the Bible. I'm very like, I take it literally sometimes. And I'm like, back then we had to sacrifice goats and lambs and all these animals. I was like, well, thank God Jesus came because there wouldn't be enough animals. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be eating. We would be vegetarians. We will be vegetarians and vegans. Come We'd be hungry. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. And you know, that's, and I think that's the beauty, beautiful thing is that like God was able to understand. That's why I think sometimes we're like, well, God, like, I don't understand why this pandemic's happening. I don't understand why X, Y, Z is happening. I feel like this. I feel like that. But Jesus was, he felt everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I'm like, are you sure you felt this? Cause I don't know, because I feel like I'm alone out here. And it's like, no, that that's what God he went into body he went into a human form so he's like you know i know what you feel like and that's why like i know this has nothing to do with the scripture you read but um the 40 days of temptation i can you know it's very vague about what he goes through but i can only imagine mm-hmm. the temptations mm-hmm. he went through so i'm like you know what god i'm feeling like this i did not know you oh yeah you know. for real test we don't know about no real test <laughs> no 40 days like I've gone three days and three nights without food, but let me tell you, I wasn't watching TV because every commercial makes you hungry. You're, everything makes you hungry. Like all you, all I was thinking about was food. That's forty days. Like I, I probably wouldn't have left my house in forty days because I don't want to see anybody with food. I don't want to smell food. I don't want to sniff it. I'm not getting ready to watch TV. Can't get on Instagram. Somebody may be cooking something good on their lives. <laughs> like, it's just so many things that could cause you to be distracted in those moments. Not only that, in this day and age, you would be dead, honey. <laughs> 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 you know, like, that's not even, like, realistic. You can't live without food for 40 days. <laughs> like, right now, not now, not in this day and age. So that's, like, a testimony in itself and and just an example of how he was definitely Jesus. That's all I can say. <laughs> he was Jesus and a G at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> at the same time. At the same time. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. And 
talk about trusting God in a famine. There were so many examples throughout Jesus's life where he had to trust God in ways that were just, wow. Like, I don't even know how we could get through, like raising people from the dead, casting out actual, actual demons, like, like casting them out. And it's amazing to me that the trust that he had for his father and the example that he showed us of trust. And even in this process, in this time that we're in, we have to have that, that next level faith to trust God, because this is something that is affecting everyone. So many people go through tests that is individualized, but this has been a, the world's test. And I, I actually have been studying revelations right now. And let me tell you, eye opening. Huh? Yeah. That kind of scares me. I've read like the first part of it, but I, I tend to, I can't finish it for some reason. <laughs> I have been determined to, cause normally when I read the Bible, I jump all over the place or I would just have like a devotional and I'll read wherever they tell me the devotional was, but I have been very intentional about wanting to complete full chapters and read them. So that was one of the reasons I started the BFF Bible study. But the beauty of that was God showed me you could be um, disciplined yourself. You don't need, you don't have to have a group of people to be disciplined. If you really want to know my word, you're going to be disciplined. And Mm -hmm. so I have been, and I'm so grateful for that experience because it caused me to really be like, okay, I really, really, really want to do this. I really want to learn the word for myself and I want to follow the stories so I can get a really good understanding. So I have been in Revelations and to see what we are going through in this time period is like, wow. Like, of course, we do not know the day or the hour like his word says, but Honestly and truly, I feel like we have we are closer to the end than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. That I feel too. It's like, oh God. It I, gives me chills thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. And I just to the point that y'all, I my I started praying. I was like, Lord Jesus, please don't let me still be here during the rapture. Please let me already be written in my sleep and then just come up there with you, Lord, because I don't want to go through these seven years of pain. I don't want to do it, Jesus. Please. I don't want to do it. No. no. <laughs> and I was even praying for the people that have, I'm like, God, I cannot imagine the people that are going to have to suffer and go through this. And especially when um, the last literal scripture I read in Revelations was that people will walk for death and death will not come. And let me tell you, the want and die and can't. That alone should make somebody believe quickly. Yes. It's right. literally like you, they are going to be tortured and wishing, wishing for death and it will not come. Y'all, I just. I don't want to be here for that either because I have my empathy to see somebody suffer, like, and it's beyond the point of them coming back. I'd be like, God, I can't do I'm too empathetic. I can't do this. I. I can't watch movies like that anymore. I, my mother was a horror uh, fan growing up, so I grew up watching a lot of horror movies. But like these movies today, like sometimes yeah. I have to be like, I'd be like, just cut it off. I don't, I just can't even see that. Like, I don't even want to see that. And I don't, I don't understand why people get entertainment out of it. I'm like, why do you, why are you entertained watching stuff like Hostel and Torture? And not? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Don't. It's not entertaining to me. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, anyways, but it's 
it's amazing what this crisis has taught many of us. Um, and I want to ask you guys that question. What is the greatest thing that you have received through out of this pandemic? Um, I can go first. For me, it hasn't been a physical gift. It's just been growing closer in my walk with Christ. Um, and then being able to hear his voice clear and then, um, then having clarity with my purpose and things like that. So nothing tangible. Um, yeah. but just knowing like the calling on my life and the things that I'm supposed to do and, just being able to hear from him and then having other people confirm that or having new revelations from reading scriptures, it's just been a beautiful thing. And because I have grown closer in my walk with Christ, like I don't question things the same that I would have before. Like starting off, it was like, oh gosh, like why am I going to do this even all by myself, single? Why am I single? Um, why am I single in a pandemic? Now it's like, God, why not me? Like, how can I find ways to maximize this time of my single season? Um, but still prepare for the next season of my life at the same time. So my questions have changed because my relationship with God has grown. What have I learned? A lot. Um, number, Obviously, number one is part of the reason I had to be stripped from my home was because I, I had too many opinions of other people. So I didn't even know God's voice. It was like I could read his scripture and then listen to what my mom, my dad, my family, my ex. So I would take their voice over God's voice. So if anything, I've really been able to hear his voice a lot better, um, which then has transpired into so many other things. Um, I didn't think I could be okay by myself for a little bit. Um, I've realized where my issues stem from. Um, I, hold, I wrote a whole book about it. So um, just kind of like a restart is is what I've gotten. But it's like, it's a different restart. It's not just like, oh, well, I just moved and I turned up and, you know, I'm going on 85 dates. No, it was like, no, I, I restarted, but with God this time. Mm, and it's different. Good. It's real different. <laughs> so <laughs> for, for me, it, it was pretty much the same thing you guys are saying. Definitely a next level of faith. Definitely a closer walk with him. But I also shared this recently in a video that I just posted yesterday about reevaluating myself, evaluating relationships and finding out some things that I was suffering from that I did not know were, were still manifesting in relationships. Well, I can't say still because to be honest, this year has been a very solo year for me. Um, but prior to that, being able to go back and recognize my own issues. It wasn't a, I think before there was so much focus on what they did. And this has allowed me to be more focused on what about you as far as either what you did or what you accepted and why okay. did you accept it? And so that was eye opening for me and very profound. And it also, it, it was very relieving because I realized that I had not forgiven myself. That was very difficult for me and something that I, to be able to overcome that was very relieving for me. It's been a true blessing to me because despite all of the materialistic things that I have received through this, that is greater than those things ever be. Um, 
to have that health, healthy mentality. And now I have this expectation again, where I was literally like, you're just not going to have friends like that. You are just meant to have associates and all the closest person you're going to be to is your husband. I really had got to that point. Like you just don't get both. And now I'm in a space of, yes, I can have both. I can have have it all, as they say. I can't do that. Um, I just had to be in a healthy place to do it and to be able to be open because I also recognized during this transition that I had become closed off, that I had put up a wall because I wanted to protect myself. And so I often didn't don't put myself out there um, when it comes to friendships because I don't want to feel like um, chasing uh, someone. And so that was something that I had to like really overcome. Like starting off a friendship, you may have to be the one to be initiating until that person is either comfortable or whatever. Cause if both of y'all are sitting there and nobody's initiating enough, friendship is never going to really develop. So, right. you know, um, I just had to look at it that way and looking at it as everybody's intention is not bad just because you've had these bad experiences. So. That's good. Facts. I, I feel that because very similar, <laughs> very similar. <laughs> go ahead and end here. We hope that this episode has blessed you. And if you do listen, um, shoot us a message, comment on Women With Balance and let us know um, what you have gained out of this pandemic. And I'm sure if you just go back and reflect, you can actually focus on how blessed you really are despite this crisis. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity and for everyone that's listening. And then also for the host and the co-host, God, we thank you for this opportunity to just share your word and to encourage others. God, we know that you're sovereign, even in a pandemic, and that you're able to do anything but fail. God, we pray for those that have lost loved ones during the pandemic or that are without a job that that you're able to provide for them, God, your Jehovah Jireh. And God, we pray that your hand of protection just continues to surround us, God, and the peace of God continues to be with us. In your son Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.